Today, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said India's decision to revoke diplomatic immunity for dozens of Canadian diplomats is making life unbelievably difficult for millions of people uh, with ties to uh, to India. Uh, Trudeau made the remarks in Brampton, Ontario, a day after his government confirmed that 41 Canadian diplomats had left India after New Delhi threatened to revoke their diplomatic immunity. Here is Prime Minister Trudeau. The Indian government is making it unbelievably difficult for life as usual to continue for millions of people in India and in Canada. And they're doing it by contravening a very basic principle of diplomacy. Now, Mr. Trudeau, of course, uh, is talking about the fact that many Canadians of Indian heritage uh, travel back to the country, particularly uh, in the winter months. And according to uh, data from the Punjab government, about uh, 25% of that travel over the course of a year happens during uh, the month of December. So it is certainly impacting many uh, Vancouverites, many British Columbians uh, who wish to travel back to the old country. Uh, and this is the time they do so. And this is the time they apply for visas and, of course, uh, are unable to uh, do so at this particular point. Well, joining me now to talk a little bit about uh, this uh, broader uh, concern in our relationship with India is Ujjal Dasanj, the former Premier of British Columbia. Ujjal, thank you for joining us. Good to be with you. Uh, so first and foremost, your thoughts uh, in regards to the 41 Canadian diplomats uh, heading uh, home uh, from uh, New Delhi back to Canada. Uh, how much of an impact does this have in the broader uh issue and our ability to hopefully one day come to some sort of conclusion where we can actually deal with this issue? Well, I think it's, um, it's, it's an escalation of, of the situation, um, but this was um, asked for, I think, several weeks ago. Uh, it happened uh, yesterday, and it will impact, uh, as you say, um, thousands of people who come to India um, or go to India for holidays or to do other things in life and meet their relatives and friends. And and it will also impact people who want to come to Canada. Uh, if you take away 41 people who are processing visas and doing other things, and there's going to be a slowdown. So uh, the traffic both ways is going to suffer. Um, and, you know, I don't want to get into the merits of um, whether it should have been done or not. I think it, it should Perhaps it shouldn't have been done because we need to de-escalate. Uh, but the Indians say that um, that it's about parity. Um, if you have, if India has certain number of diplomats in uh, in Canada, based on that, there should be only certain number of diplomats in India. Mm-hmm. I don't know the international rules regarding that, so I can't really comment on that. Now, Mr. Trudeau um, brought up the allegations last month that the Indian agents were involved in the murder of a Canadian citizen, Hadeep Singh Nijar, uh, in Surrey on June 18th. Do you think Mr. Trudeau should have dealt with this issue privately with the Indian government than rather than making it public? Oh, I, I think that I think he should have been dealt with it, uh, perhaps in a uh, in, in a lower profile fashion, uh, I I think he did make efforts privately to speak to the prime minister and our national security advisor. I understand spoke to the national security advisor of India a couple of times. That's on record. So um, you know, obviously they did make that effort. Uh, but in terms of the somber statement that he made in the House of Commons. Uh, perhaps it could have been dealt with a different way. Um, and um, what you did was, what um, you know, Canada did was 
um, make an allegation directly at India. Um, and even now, I see it in the tone of uh, Mr. Trudeau, uh, there was a, you know, obviously uh, some perhaps toughness in the way he made the statement that you just um, uh, played on the radio. Um, I, I I think that you know on both sides there has been unnecessary es- escalation. Uh, if India did what it is alleged to have done, obviously that is very serious. And um, but you know if you begin to lecture other countries, um, I mean nobody likes that. Uh, you know this is not the 40s or 50s. And I've been speaking to Indians, and uh, they are equally angry. And I, uh, you know, I'm speaking to Canadians, and they're angry too. Nobody's happy in this. Yeah. Um, look, at, the, at its core, uh, India's always said uh, that really for the last four decades, uh, this country, perhaps even five decades, has not have not clamped down on a small minority of uh, Sikhs who are seeking an independent homeland, causing trouble in India. Uh, they've talked about uh, their involvement in the bombing, the Air India, Air India bombing, which of course uh, the flight took off from here in in Vancouver. But they've also felt, and certainly reading the Indian media, uh, that Mr. Trudeau has cultivated the vote of those who are seeking an independent Sikh state. Uh, and that is at its core the challenge that Mr. Trudeau is up against, that he has courted that vote with that, within that community or that subsection of that community. And this is what has also escalated, at least a diplomatic uh, pushback from India. Oh, absolutely. And, and the evidence for Mr. Trudeau having courted that vote is abundant. Uh, his own staff, Omar Aziz, who no longer works in the Prime Minister's office, has written about how every time the issue of India or policy vis-a-vis India came up uh, in the administration, um, it, the issue of Khalistan and his supporters always stood in the way of uh, formulating the correct policy. His own staff has said that. Uh, so, uh, you know, and, and you have Mr. Chidmeet Singh, who is now supporting this government, and he is a known Khalistani sympathizer. He had the hardest time denouncing when he became the leader he had the most difficult time denouncing Belinda Pramar, the Air India terrorist. What, uh, what makes it worse is that Indians remember uh, that they have actually asked for the extradition of Belinda Pramar for having murdered policemen in India long before the Air India tragedy. And the senior tutor was the prime minister at that moment, and he refused to um, extradite Mr. Pramar. And then Mr. Pramar and his uh, colleagues went on to bomb Air India uh, in, in 1985. And Indians remember that. You see, those are, those are wounds that India has. And, uh, and uh, people remember those things. If you read the Indian press, it's full of those stories and that connection with his own father. And, uh, and, you know, I, I have seen on Twitter and on other places um, that, you know, Mr. Trudeau has had uh, members uh, uh, of uh, parliament in his caucus who have been rabid Khalistanis. And, uh, and it's well known within the community. Um, and, you know, from my perspective, um, one doesn't have to condemn individuals. But what one could have said that, you know, India is a democracy, perhaps a faultier democracy than ours in Canada. 
but it's a friendly country. That they always take refuge under this freedom of expression uh, situation. They could have said all this while politicians in Canada could have said, look, India is a friendly country. You have the right to ask for Khalistan and we don't stop you. But we disagree with you because we don't support the dismemberment of a friendly democracy. Uh, nobody's ever said that. Nobody in Canada, no politician of any stature has ever said that. The reason is, you know, if, if you lose uh, a thousand votes in a riding, uh, in, in uh, close, um, in close uh, one ridings or lost ridings, uh, 500 votes matter, 200 votes matter. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and this has been sheer craft politics for Canadian politicians. It, I think it's come home to roost for for this country. I mean, you could maybe get away with it in the 90s in the sense that, uh, you know, it, it, it wasn't as much of a threat, but it has been growing and growing, and it's playing a bigger and bigger and bigger role uh, in this country and impacting its foreign policy. And I think it's it's sort of come home to roost now uh, for Mr. Uh, for Mr. Trudeau. And, and I'm not sure how we walk away from this. It's not a nation. India is not a nation well, that's going anywhere, number one, and it's growing. And its economy is going to hit $5 trillion, be the third largest economy in the world. You know, it's an emerging superpower, and we are in trouble with it and with China. Yeah, and, and there, there was no need to be in trouble with India. I mean, I, if India has done something wrong, India should uh, be uh, told it's done something wrong. But there are ways of dealing with it. But Mr. Trudeau, uh, you know, maybe he tried to get ahead of the story because Globe was going to print a story. But he could have had his foreign affairs minister speak to the Globe and be quoted in it that we're looking after it, we're dealing with it, we're speaking to India. We've sent our national security advisor. Um, he could have done that. And uh, he didn't do that. And, you know, for the longest time in Canada, and I have weathered this storm on my own body and soul for the last many years, you have people with the images of AK-47s in the temples, outside the temples, the terrorists are being glorified. Um, and and you have, uh, you know, the images outside the Surrey Temple with AK-47s and with, with the uh, urging, with the boards urging, urging assassination of, uh, of Indian consular officials. Um, and yet the government of Canada has done nothing. And you've had uh, floats uh, glorifying the assassination of Indian Prime Minister in places like Brampton, and uh, there have been now mealy-mouthed condemnations of that. But there has never been any uh, action or cases brought against people who have glorified violence inside the temples, the kind of poison that they've been spewing inside the temples and outside the temples. And, uh, you know, there, is, uh, there are provisions in the criminal code um, that are aimed at preventing glorification of violence. Uh, why have they not been used? Why have the police not been visiting these individuals who spew poison inside the temples and who uh, put posters outside the temples with AK-47s and seeking assassination of Indian consular officials? Um, and that, in fact, for me, Canada itself is uh, bringing no glory to its own system of government and to its own values by ignoring what has been gone on under its very nose and quite publicly. Yeah. 
Ujo, we've run out of time. I uh, look forward to having you on the show again. Thank you so much for your comments today. I fundamentally agree with you here that uh, all our problems have come home to roost now. It's been a few decades, but uh, you, we didn't get here slowly, that's for sure. Ujo, thank you for your time. Thank you.